what helps in getting the taste of release is the sense of <coughs> that all these forms, mental forms, physical forms, the things that touch us, things that seem to be what we are and what we're in, are actually moving through something, or this chitta, awareness, things moving through awareness, various formations, energies, ups, downs, moving through. It's all within something. Something, you might say, if you're using that metaphor, something bigger. Sense of space, sense of knowingness, and these things arise within that. So that very simple teaching on awareness of things begin ending. Not even beginning, but just ending. There's a kind of moment when the thought ends, or a feeling ends, or a day ends, or a sound ends. Suddenly something drops away and you're left with this suggestion, this hint, this (coughs) whisper (coughs) of something that was there, but normally one's attention is very much <coughs> riveted to to the forms. Your attention attention seeks forms, seeks objects. Awareness doesn't really seek objects. It doesn't just doesn't have a directive. So that that element of release has no particular direct directive or volition. Attention does. And the role of attention is that you can, through um, focusing, through you can begin to prune or let go of or the amount of content that's going on so that you begin to discern this space. This space of awareness often gets occluded by all the struggles and things that are going on. So we're preoccupied with being ourselves in, in our own trance, you might say. Entranced with our apparent selfhood it's all its forms. So that one's trying to kind of sort it out or figure it out or straighten it out. And one gets entranced with it. It's a very difficult habit to to come out of. Partly because when we do um, li- even just put some limits on the amount of activity we're doing <clears throat> it's quite chaotic suddenly all this energy is tangling around you know so so the kind of a temp comes up to straighten it out or sort it out Fortunately, the more activity one does in in fixing or straightening or 
working with it, that that also tends to <coughs> occlude quality of release or awareness. So in some ways, it seems like either way one doesn't quite get it. Because <laughs> either we get preoccupied with our stuff or we get preoccupied with sorting our stuff out or doing something about it. And this is preoccupation. However, you know, the training of awareness is, uh, training of attention is helpful because we're just, in a way, just finding something, a point, a place, a physical thing, walking, sitting, being here, just being present, where your attention can, can repeatedly touch, repeatedly touch it, repeatedly strike it. So that, that attention begins to um, gather energy by itself. So, and this actually has a, this actually begins to, by itself, um, almost like a magnet, start to pull in all the loose ends. Uh, so you've got an energy there. If energy is not, if something is repeatedly touching a point coming back to the same place, then that particular loop of energy, that particular pattern of energy begins to attract. It's like it entrains, it entrains the others. They start to, you know, fall in with that. Rather use a conducive topic, conducive meditation theme. Breathing in and out. <clears throat> it is just a matter of repeatedly connecting to that. So that acts as a kind of a, something whereby you're continually feeding back into that same place, that same theme. This means the faculty of attention becomes energized and steadied rather than discursive. And with that, then you're able to realize awareness through that. Because your mind is less preoccupied with running around. It's got a little more reviewing space. It's got a little more sense of of openness. It's not so preoccupied because we've begun to prune or gather in those energies that tangle and go around, go all over the place. And then what, what do you, you get know, to get this? It's quite a, um, a big shift actually because normally the split, we see ourselves, we experience ourselves very much as all these forms. And we, you know, but then seeing these forms, instead of looking for something within oneself to, to happen, you're looking for the good stuff within yourself, you realize actually the, 
you are within the good stuff. <laughs> it's like a slight, so there's a kind of quality of opening that's always recommended. What are you sitting in? You know, what are all your thoughts and energies and moods operating within? Mm. So there's that kind of suggestion you make. First, it may sound just kind of an idea or theoretical thing. So you just keep priming your attention. Because the more you prime attention, the more you keep tuning it, steadying it, then the whole energy system begins to gather, collect, be more concentered. It's centered around attention. And the quality of a, a consented mind, mind with a center, is you, you know the center, you can sense the center, you can sense the peripheries, you can sense something, space around all the form, the formative energies, sankara, thought, feeling, impression, perception. We're dwelling really in the chitta. So chitta has these is conditioned, it gets activated by perceptions, impressions, feelings, and it it reacts with impulses and intentions and urges and drives and so forth of various kinds, sometimes slow, weak, sometimes very speedy and fast skillful, unskillful. So this is all the stuff. But chitta also has the quality of just uh, awareness. Mm. It doesn't just, just know, you know, like a receptive sense that picks up all this stuff. So the stuff arises within that. This is nothing really that you know, it's not esoteric, it's just the f- fact of the way it is. In a sense, this doesn't mean that one's realized Nibbana or anything, just actually come into a, a truer perspective of what's, what's, what's actually happening. Why this is useful is that it becomes uh, a template, a way, or once you begin to acknowledge that, that you've got this sense of things arise within awareness, then what can occur is a sense of coming to terms with the various dissonances within oneself. That is what we are and what we should be the um, negative aspects, the irritation, the violence, these kind of darker forces. Because <clears throat> when, you, when you sense yourself as in all that, there's always a fight between good and what we call bad, good and bad. 
And once you take a stance over outside of that, then the, the sense of like embracing all of that, or being around all of that, means that this the struggle begins to ease up. And there can be resolutions. Something starts to resolve. The forms begin to lose their intensity. Sometimes it feels from the position of self like a descent, like a dropping, like a going down into into confusion or chaos or things of this nature. Mm. Know, difficult moods and feelings and really there's not, nothing much to do about that except to you might say keep the lifeline you've got something simple you hold you can be with, you can touch you can f- get, stay present with so you don't spin out um, allow things to move, dissolve into awareness it is important that there is a kind of um, a stasis uh, something you can stay with because the nature of this all these energetic confusions are they're very um, contagious you know they tend to multiply so if you if you don't if you get caught in it then they can easily proliferate end up re re-traumatizing you might say it's almost like you go back into the obsessions and revisit them and build them up you know they they become exaggerated (coughs) probably a pretty common experience in meditation is to is that one's kind of bits of grit and things of this nature become enormous somehow that they've got the power to pull more energy towards them so that you know you can feel can very, very big scenarios can evolve in the mind evolve in the mind of the difficulties the painfulness the sorrows the griefs and so forth things we really find challenging become become enormous because but it's, it's very important to have a kind of a something that doesn't means you don't get pulled into that so this is the real function of attention you select you find a reference point body breathing walking standing whatever it is and you you pay attention to that you pay attention there's a certain sense of giving attention so that whatever else is going on there is that connection. So instead of energy being captured by the um, in the struggles or the dark forces, the energy is kept. We keep a line there and allow things to settle. It's rather like the <coughs> legend of Theseus, who was going through the maze, the labyrinth, in Gnosos, just holding this fine thread, going through his dark maze to meet the Minotaur. 
But in this uh, scenario, there really isn't anything to meet except the darkness and the, the maze, the tangledness. Mm-hmm. The connection is to to the attention is important, and we connect. Try to connect in three ways: bodily way, so you've got a groundedness, a sense of earth element. Feel the presence of your physical form, stability, its warmth, its rhythmic nature. So that's, that's, that's something that is at hand and you can dwell in that and use that as the place that you fill up presence with. Presence will fill up the more you attend to it and the others will, energy will empty out of the opposite, empty out of the, of the chaotic or the discordant. Act of attention is an act, an action of um, the focusing mind, I'd say the head, look into that, give something to that, notice that faculty we all have, discernment faculty, and Keeping the and connecting to the heart, which means there's a sense of faith or trust, spaciousness, compassion, these qualities, just general goodwill and good heart. It doesn't have to be, but this, you don't have to pump that, it's just a matter of remembering. Acknowledging, remembering, not not losing it. So this, these actors are the things that connect, hold attention from being captured and spun out. And you can, as your energies settle, you can develop attention, following the breath, following the breathing processes. Scanning the body, sensing the elements in the body. And it is like a tuning in rather than a creating or pushing forward. You just tune in and listen and tune in and sustain that. And as energies gather, you can sense a kind of sense of spaciousness. Sometimes it's just an emotional spaciousness. And a feeling of, oh well, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Something is not participating in the trance of self. He never did. So 
something doesn't believe you. But the experience of that is, a, is not done through seeking an object. So attention, you seek an object. That's part of the process. You discern that object. You use that to gather in energies, to stabilize, to tone up, to empty out the preoccupations, to allow preoccupations to empty. So that one is making a choice over what one is occupied with, that which is accessible, grounding, steadying, comfortable, you extend it. This is the this is the training of attention. Realization is another thing. It's more like a it's not has no particular object. It's just a, like a, an opening or a stepping back widening softening and widening <clears throat>